to get a win for like five weeks. So why is it that we're doing the worst of the three Batman films? Not that it was a bad film. I just was curious why we didn't roll with the Dark Knight. It's the most boring of the three. Yep. That's for sure. I had fun. This was, this one was, this was, I haven't seen this one in, in years and I had a lot of fun watching it over again. It was good to go back and revisit it. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I, uh, I watched, I put it on at like 10 o'clock last night and it ended just before, or it ended a little after midnight. And I was like, man, you know what? I could probably stay up and watch the dark night and just keep this thing rolling. <laughs> I uh, realized I had never seen this movie before about 10 minutes into it. I was like, wait a minute. I've only seen two out of the three Christian Bale Batmans, and I don't think it hurt my experience to have missed the first one. Nope. At all. Oh, no, there's definitely a bunch of setup stuff in this that, Is it that though? pays or- off. I feel like, or it, like it, there's like setup stuff in this one that gets a subtle nod in like the second and the third one, more so in the third one because it deals back with the League of Shadows. But yeah, there's some setup stuff and some some lines that are said that you're just like, oh, you're watching the third one. You're like, oh, I remember when they said that for the first time or they they thought they talked about that concept. So so in the third one, I'm just like blissfully unaware of that happening and just enjoying the movie rather than yeah, wasting I mean, my, it doesn't, rather it doesn't than make, wasting two hours on Batman. <laughs> it doesn't they could have definitely done it. A lot you didn't faster. miss anything. <laughs> it feels like because two and three. Two almost could be like a standalone film by itself. For sure. And then you have enough of two, hap- enough happens in two that when three happens, you're like, okay, this is fine. But there's some like people who would watch the first one and the second one got some things in the third one that were like, oh, yeah, that, I remember that. I, I am curious though, Nick, are we, we're going to address the fact that you, I guess, don't hold these movies or these movies don't go two, three, one for you in terms of rankings. Uh-huh. Uh, what, what, uh, you know, what, what, uh, what, what's the rank here for you? Well, I mean, that's, it's, it's still fair. If it's not two, three, one, it has to be two, one, three, right? But, well, I mean, yeah, but you know, I just wanted to hear you say it so that, you know, there's a record of you being wrong. How is, how is dark Knight rises better than, than Batman begins? I mean, it's just, it's, it's the end of the trilogy. He's fully fleshed out. He is, he's a complete Batman in three, whereas in one, it's like what Christopher Nolan was doing when he was establishing this character. Um, there's, it's definitely bumpy and it's rough and there's not a, there's not a bad performance in three. Whereas I think we all know where the weak link rot or the the weak link is in terms of casting for one, Commissioner Gordon. <laughs> no, it's uh, I'm kidding, and I'm it's well I'm gonna say a name, and you guys are probably gonna think that think that I'm thinking of a different name. Oh, this is gonna be good. Wait, Go wait, 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 wait. We can do this later on down the road again, but the weak link in this movie. Is Liam Neeson? Oh, oh you, you're oh, wow. 
I'm going to drive over to your house right now. <laughs> I'm gonna... on camera right now. So I, I was with you, Brandon. I was super with you. And then I, you. I wasn't. <laughs> <the chosen> one. <laughs> I was going to have your back this whole right, it's, podcast. It's obvious oh to say goodness. that it's Katie Holmes and she's bad in it too. But <laughs> Liam Neeson is say, also Christian bad in this movie. I'll disagree with you on that one. I don't think Katie Holmes is bad in this movie. I think you're fucking wrong. I don't think I don't oh think Liam Neeson's bad in this movie. God. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Okay. Um, wait, wait, wait. Do you, was, wait, wait. Are it, you it, saying it, that? Are you saying he's bad, or are you saying his character's bad? I, no. I, it's just it's the way that he delivers this whole <laughs> performance that I was just like, you know what? This this it's fine. Thank God that he's in the beginning and then. He shows up at the end. Thank, like, thank you because he's he's just oh god. He uh, have you always felt this? Because you know, one of the questions that I was thinking of asking was like, you know, how does how does Liam Neeson as as Raz Al Ghul compare to? Obviously, he doesn't compare to Heath Ledger, but how does he compare to the the top line villains, right? Or what's the ranking there? And so, is it is it just because he doesn't compare favorably to Bane? And the Joker is that is that what the deal is? It's definitely Heath Ledger as the Joker first as the best villain in this trilogy, but then Scarecrow second. Yes, um, Cillian Murphy perfect. I've been led to believe that his <laughs> name is Killian. Is that right? oh, is it Killian? Okay, I think I heard Christopher Nolan say Killian, and I've been pronouncing it Cillian my entire life. So is he of Irish descent? I think so. Yeah, then so it is so. Killian. Yes. All right. It is it is killing. Mm. No, he so he's perfect yes. as the second best villain in this series. Um Talia three, Bane four, and then uh Ken Watanabe. Watanabe five. He's also of Irish descent. He, that's my he guy. He didn't uh he didn't have much in here. See, like when you when you watch the previews for this one, you thought that he was gonna actually be the villain and it was gonna be cool, like oh, you know, Batman versus, you know, Ken, yeah, but so five and then six. I guess fine. It can be Liam Neeson. That's fucking wild, Brandon. <laughs> Am I the only one who thinks that Dark Knight Rises is the last in last? I think so. Fucking Christ. No, I don't. I I agree with you. I think it's two and three. But I also have a different take on, I think two is on a level on its own. I think that movie was made more for the masses and that's why it appeals to more people. That's why it's so good. But if you're talking about just straight Batman movie, I still think Batman Begins is probably top to bottom beginning and probably one of the best Batman movies ever made. Like right up there with Tim Burton's original Batman. Ryan, we usually agree on things and I'm very disappointed I'm disappointed that we had to watch this. I'm disappointed that I thought I'd already seen it and that I actually hadn't seen it. God damn, Jennifer. It's like every every week we have the same take on a movie. I thought I, <laughs> I, I swear I told Nick I was like, I know I have so I have it on DVD. Shout out to Planet, Planet Hollywood for $14.99. Apparently never watched it, except it was previously viewed, probably by Nick. But No. Yeah, that seems accurate. It was. We were watching it, and he was like, "Well, give it an hour, and you'll say you've seen it already." And I was like, "I kept waiting for it to like catch me or get good." And I was just. It never came. Two hours is a long time for this movie. I'd watch two hours of like the other two Christian Bale Batman's, even though, like I said, 
Christian Bale is not my Batman, but no hard feelings. Who is your Batman, Jennifer? It's Michael Keaton. Yeah, it's Ben Affleck. Jen and I are back. (laughs) (laughs) I will give Val Kilmer some credit just because I love Val Kilmer, but... Jen and I are no longer back. <laughs> I'm not saying Christian Bale's not great. I, you know, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises, because I was like, I know I've seen him as Batman. How have I not seen Batman Begins? Because I swear I'd seen this movie. And then we were watching. I was like, where the fuck are we? Or we're in the mountains. I don't. There's ninjas. I was really confused. Did y'all did uh, y'all remember seeing this movie in the theaters though? Like, what were you thinking you were gonna see? I think that there were, from what I had read before this, they were talking about how it was, um, you know, like a grounded, more realistic take on Batman. And I was like, shit, yeah. And then it happened, and I was like, man, this is great. This is destined to be the second best movie in this trilogy that they're presumably going to make. And I was right. You were wrong. It was the third best. (laughs) And by third best, I mean last. Fucking last. Like, I understand two hours of the Dark Knight Rises, but why did this one need to be? I know it's the beginning, like it's why the origin, but like why is Dark Knight again? And I, you know, this because is, it was beautiful, like three years apart, and like look at at least the, the graphics Dark Knight difference. This movie looked older than two thousand and five. Like oh. this movie looked fucking old. Yeah, two thousand five was fifteen years ago. I know, but Dark Knight was two thousand eight. It was only three years later. Like how did? Let's see what else came out in 2005 and let's just compare it as far Have as you quality. Seen the Dark Knight recently? How did Nolan do so? No, I haven't, Nicholas. Okay. So, we're talking a bunch of shit. It probably still looks better than Batman Begins. It does. Yeah. I didn't think this movie looked that old. I thought that. It didn't look old at all. It totally looked old. It looked older than Brokeback Mountain. And it looked uh, older than Chronicles of Narnia. Older than Chronicles of Narnia? I mean, they had to. They had to be. It had to be real, but also have some sort of special effects. I think they just spent most of their budget going to whatever location they were with all those mountains. Iceland. I don't know. It looked older than War of the Worlds. I disagree with all of your, all of your examples. <laughs> Every, everything that you said. <laughs> everything you're wrong. saying is wrong. The Chronicles of Narnia looked awesome. Yeah. Wait, that's what you said, right? Okay. Yes. <laughs> She's like, I agree. What did you say? <laughs> it's just weird that it was like this was 2005 and like Dark Knight was 2008 because I was like I know I've seen him as Batman I, why does this movie look so old you're talking about like the way they staged it or the way it was shot or like it just like everyone's like the, their haircuts or something the like entire, I'm, I'm trying to the like the styling the whole, the whole yeah. thing I don't know what kind of camera they used the Dark Knight is where they. The Dark Knight is where they started because that was a big deal. I remember they had the whole opening scene and filmed in IMAX cameras, right? Like there was a, it was a big deal that Christopher Nolan was shooting that movie in right. the super expensive or with these super fucking expensive cameras. Right, as a step up to this, you know, obviously too. I mean, you know, Christopher Redemption Nolan was, to prove himself that he can do better with Batman. <laughs> I mean, this is this is technically that's the whole idea, right? Is that this is a this was sort of a. Um, a trial, right? Because Christopher Nolan hadn't done anything big and people were still sort of not sold, I guess, on Batman considering Batman and Robin. People still remembered Batman and Robin, I guess, at this point. Yeah, it was monumental. It was a monumental failure. And then they thought, oh, they're going to reboot it darker, grittier. And I remember going to the theater, watching Batman Begins, walking out of there. And I remember somebody in the, like, I remember the person I was with was like, that movie kind of sucked. And I was like, dude, 
fuck no, man. Like, they gave it a completely different look. Like, this shit's going to get real. Like, I wasn't a big believer in Christian Bale. He was awesome as Batman. He was a good Bruce Wayne. And I didn't know much about Christopher Nolan other than people didn't really like Insomnia because they saw Robin Williams be, like, not Robin Williams for a minute. Great movie. And so they thought it was Christopher Nolan's fault. Like, that was the direction of the movie, that he wanted him to be darker and grittier. And But I remember walking out of there thinking this was just, it was a great Batman movie. I don't understand how you couldn't. Right. I don't understand how people don't don't agree with that. I think The Dark Knight was leaps and bounds better. I don't think The Dark Knight Rises was as good as Batman Begins. Like, if you take away Bane and his voice, what do you have in that movie? It's fucking boring. Christian Bale's stupid voice. <laughs> you think Brandon. his voice is stupid? I mean, That's so fine. right, you guys. Yeah, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. JGL. Yes, I have. He, no. No. I love him so much, and he continues to be bad in everything, and I just, it hurts my heart. That I saw coming. I didn't see I didn't see Talia being the one that escapes the hole, but I did see at the very end them going, oh, he's Robin. <sighs> yeah. That was the uh, Shia LaBeouf being Indy Jr. of this fucking trilogy. It's stupid. I feel like we're doing too much uh, Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> okay, but, <laughs> so, so to bring, but to bring it back to Batman Begins, how come they never mentioned Bane in the first one? League of Shadows. They were not like, hey, there's this big motherfucker out there. Like, you think you're cool shit, Mr. Bruce Wayne. Well, he was ex- he was excommunicated by the League of oh, Shadows. Shit. Yeah, that's right. Also, I mean, in the lore, in the Batman lore, it's still Batman over everybody else. Like, Ra's al Ghul has always been like, listen, Batman, you are my successor. I don't really give a shit about Bane. Bane's great and everything. The only thing I know of when it comes to Batman is what Tim Burton the old 1966 movies and episodes and like Joel Schumacher and, and Christopher Nolan have given me. So like when in Batman begins, I was like, who's this Ra's al Ghul person? He's not the Joker. He's not the penguin. He's not the Riddler. Like, who is this person? Oh, okay. So in this storyline, he like takes him under his wing and is like, I'm going to teach you all this cool shit and teach you how to do martial arts and teach you how to be a ninja and go out there and fight crime. So I was like, oh, this Ra's al Ghul person is a good guy. And then all of a sudden he's like, but you got to behead this guy in order to like move on. And I was like, okay, now I know you're a bad guy because why would you want to exec- execute this guy? Like not not to jump ahead, but that's my favorite line from this movie is when he goes, your compassion, is, or when he's like, no, I'm not going to kill this guy. And he's like, your compassion is a weakness. Your enemies will not share. And he goes, that's why it's so important. It separates us from them. I remember thinking, and even rewatching this movie, I was like, that's right. That's what separates Batman from the rest. He ain't going to just kill. But then he just lets homeboy die at the end in the train. Yeah. What a wild line to be like, I won't kill you, but I don't have to save you. And you have three seconds to get off of this train that's going to, you know, crash into a parking lot and you're definitely going to, and then explode. Well, like, it's Liam Neeson, so I'm sure he escaped. Well. Uh, no spoilers to the comics, but Ra's al Ghul is frequently resurrected, brought back from the dead. That's just his thing. So he should have killed him. But exactly. still, it's a weird thing to be like, I'm not going to kill you, but I'm literally going to like, it's like dropping somebody off of a building and saying, I'm not killing you. The like the pavement is killing you. Nah, I don't know. Different. That's a little different. I don't have to let you go. But if you 
don't, I don't know. Ryan, if you don't step you, back from the building with me. <laughs> are you are you only saying this because Batman is your favorite superhero? Yes, Batman is my all-time favorite superhero. Yikes. And the reason why he is my all-time favorite superhero is because he doesn't actually have superpowers. He's just really rich. And I will never have superpowers. I probably also will never be really rich, but... <laughs> If I was super rich, way I would to give the a girl kid. hope, Ryan. What about like Iron Man? That's what I mean. Iron Man's just Batman with a with alcoholism. But better, yeah. He Iron Man has a better publicist himself. And it's Robert Downey Jr. and he doesn't do stupid shit with his mouth that makes Batman impossible to watch. Are we saying that like movie Iron Man <laughs> is better than movie Batman? No, there's no way. I'm saying Robert there's- Downey Jr. is better than Christian Bale. Absolutely not. That's Agreed. also wrong, but. <laughs> well we're just gonna stand divided here brandon what about you who's your favorite i mean i guess we can do we can do favorite superhero and favorite movie superhero i feel like they're the same thing are you a comic book guy brandon uh you know i mean i i don't have a problem with comic books i just you know i never was really into comic books um i need derek here yeah i mean obviously yeah, you, you know you watched uh everybody watched uh animated batman superman uh, Batman Beyond. Um, Fantastic. You know, you watch a animated DC movie whenever it comes out because for some reason DC's animation division can get the shit right. Um, I, I think you're going to agree with Ryan though. I think that uh, Batman might be my uh, favorite superhero. He's just a, he's a normal dude with uh, with some mom and dad issues. Puts on a costume, beats up bad guys at night. Who, who billionaire. Genius, philanthropist, playboy, you know, I like it. Real quick, when he um, when he rolls up in that Lamborghini and he's got two girls stacked in the passenger seat. <laughs> oh my God, it was so bad. That's the first thing I thought of was I was like, dude, that's not safe. That's the first thing you thought of? Okay, well. It really was because we're adults. Roll around in some hotel pools. That was the, that we'll was the thing. Maybe we'll have some fun. Christian Bale looks like Christian Bale because of because of American Psycho. I feel like he looks like a reasonable Bruce Wayne in this. But if we have Batman and we have Iron Man and we're doing this movie, Batman when he when Bruce Wayne when Bruce Wayne goes and is just like, I'm buying this hotel. Like that's a fucking just throw my dick out on the table baller move. Yes, but, but also- Tony Stark would just be like. I don't know. I'm going to make it about him and be like, I'm going to just go ahead and just buy this hotel. Like in his Robert Downey Jr. way. I don't know. I don't know how to do an impression of that, but that's all I think of is him just being like weird about it. Whereas Christian Bale is just like, I'm buying this hotel. And I'm like, oh. I was confused though, because like that guy, is he the hotel owner? Like he just writes this check and hands it to some dude who came over to his table to tell him to get the girls out of the pool. Like, and he's like, oh, I'm buying this hotel. It's like, were there documents drafted? Like, what were the legal? Like, <laughs> Where, like where's the attorney? And I just, I, I, told Nick, I, was like, I thought of like Michael Scott in the office where he just like decides to declare bankruptcy. <laughs> <laughs> like Christian Bale's just like, I'm buying this hotel. How? Like, Bro, know. I'm a waiter. <laughs> <laughs> but he's for probably the tip. just a poor manager. Like, I don't. He's just giving him like a what a billion dollar check. I don't know. How much do hotels cost? Yeah, I was gonna say, what is the going rate for hotels? <laughs> In Is Gotham, a- probably not much. That's true. <laughs> it looked like a nice hotel. They got a pool and everything. In Gotham, with that economy, in every economy, 
That's what I was also confused in the like it's probably a comic book thing, Nicholas, so you can correct me. But with the opera house, like they're all dressed up, nice as shit. They're going to the opera. Like I get it, like Gotham's like it's not doing well. There's trash everywhere. Like, why is this like trashy alley like right outside the opera house? Not even that. Why do you leave out the alley? Why I don't know why they didn't just wait in the lobby and let him calm down until the bats stopped flying around. Listen, the real problem with this whole thing and Bruce Parent Bruce's parents dying is that he they have no bodyguards. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like you're one of the wealthiest people on the planet and you have the, like even Iron Man has Happy Hogan. Makes zero sense that Bruce's parents didn't have some kind of like like old wow. ass Michael Caine is going to protect them. Like what are, what are you doing not having protection? Also as a crazy child. To me. I would have just stayed home and been like, no, I'll skip the opera. <laughs> like, or if you got scared, like I would have just walked out and been like, I'm going to be in the lobby. Like I walked out of a movie one time in the theater, like took it upon myself to get up and leave. Cause I was scared. I was like nine or 10. Brandon, I know, you know what I'm talking about. You were like 17 and you walked out of that movie shutter. You remember first that? Of all, you out like first that. of all, I don't understand why you would call me out like that. Um, Shutter, that was a scary movie. Um, I, I don't understand why we went to go see it. Uh, and yeah, that the whole concept is just really scary and freaky. I, I don't know. I don't know why we went to see that. I don't know. But like you took it upon yourself to leave. Like, I don't know why this child couldn't just be like, hey, like, I just can't get through this scene. Or like the dad just take him or something like they had to like all leave and leave in this like stupid scary alley i mean maybe it's an opera solely about bats like from then on maybe it was just all bats and the dad the dad was like well if he can't make it through you know two minutes of bats he's not going to be able to make it through the rest of this we should probably just leave did i did i miss in this movie out of boredom like the recurring The recurring theme of bats, like I, I saw the bats, but why did they start? How did they start? Oh, at the what like the, the very beginning, he falls. Yeah, I got bored the, really fast. Yeah, the very <laughs> beginning, he falls into that cave and gets scared because a bunch of bats come at him, and he's like, "Yes, bats so, are the thing that I fear, so I'm going to make other people fear bats." So then, his dad, who is thoughtful enough to, in his yes. dying moment, tell him not to be afraid. Yes. took him to see an opera that had bats in it. I feel like if you're if you're the father that is empathetic enough to think I should tell my son right now to not be afraid as I'm dying. I maybe I'm he, of, maybe it was like a learning thing, you know, like hey, I'm going to learn from his bats. Listen, it's okay. You can you can be okay. These these are bats, but they're also people and it's they're not real and it's okay. It's an opera and they're singing, so maybe that'll make you feel but I don't know. That did that did not make sense to me. It's like it's like when your kid is scared of snakes, so you take some plastic rubber snakes and you throw them on them while they're asleep, and then you start screaming because it's funny. <laughs> it's because it's funny to you. This feels like a thing someone has done. That's oddly specific, Brandon. They gonna learn today. Brandon, did you do that to Olivia? I mean, she wasn't asleep, right. but we did. I did oh take a God. rubber snake one time and just <laughs> throw so it on her and just start screaming like, "What is that?" It was funny. Is anybody actually scared of bats? I think they're fucking rats with wings. Yes, I am. I'm scared of bats. Bats frighten me, but I would dress up as a bat and save people. The amount of bats 
is the is the issue for me. Like if there's like one bat, like okay, that's fine. But like if there's like hundreds of bats, it's like a what's flock of line? birds. Yeah. What's the line? If it if it's fifty bats, is that too many? Yeah, fifty bats, bats is definitely too many. Interesting. <laughs> if if the scarecrow sprayed you with fear toxin, oh, that's a good one. What would you see crawling out of his mouth? Oh shit! Or coming out of his mouth because I think the the bats flew out of the mouth and then then Rachel's just scared of like worms or maggots or something. Yeah, like a lava but then, man. Like, but then like Scarecrow was scared of like just like black stuff, so that was weird. <laughs> 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 is, that, like, is he scared he of was. the dark? He was. <laughs> Yeah, when he gets sprayed with it, like it's just Batman, but Batman's just drooling on himself. Yes, yes, like <laughs> oozing black liquid out of his mouth. I was yeah. also confused because, like, I thought it only worked with like the mask on. Like, how did Batman turn into like whatever that was? Like, oh, I think it's yeah, I think it's just it's the just gas. Whatever. I don't think the yeah, mask. Just, yeah, I think the mask helps though, because like you said, it's it's a pretty scary mask by itself. It's weird. I guess it also conceals his identity. Rattlesnakes would come. Rattlesnakes and bats. I'd just be like, nah, dude, I'm out. I can't. I'd be like, Amanda, Amanda, save me. <laughs> oh. Real quick, does everyone like the Dark Knight Rises because they have voices that they can mimic? Is that what it is? Is that how it became the big deal? Because No, it's because it's better than Batman Begins. Listen, Batman Begins does have the the swear to me thing. Like, oh, it's, I it's love, so quotable. I, I used to love doing that. Speaking of that scene where Batman first confronts Scarecrow and he's on that roof, like suit burning or, or like balls, smoking, yeah. how did how did Michael Caine get him off of that roof? Like that's one <laughs> thing that has bothered me about I this. He like, fell down. No, he like he at one point he like takes his little grappling thing and like shoots himself up to the to like a rooftop, and then he's like he gets on his little batcom. Which I at first the first time I saw that movie I thought it was like a flip phone like I thought Batman traveled with a flip phone to call <laughs> Alfred just in case. The technology does not look great. In that <laughs> Nights and weekends. It looks old. <laughs> that was better. That was good. I like that one. I'm trying. I the can't. The first one I'm was sorry. really bad. It, it was bad on purpose because it was me being are, Batman, oh, not, not yeah, not Christian Bale mm. being Batman. Brandon, the thing that I love about that scene is is like the idea that Batman is sitting there like curled up in a ball in the backseat of like a Rolls Royce or something like full suit and everything. He's just, yeah. he's just laying down in the backseat. <laughs> like he's a tired kid. <laughs> oh my God. Antonio, I'm what going. would come out of the scarecrow's mouth? Midget clowns would be terrifying. A midget clown. God damn it. Can't. Mine's butterflies. There's actually a name for the fear of butterflies. Yeah, there is. It's a I'm not gonna a, try to pronounce it, but there's a, a name for it. I love the imagery of that being like the scary thing is that just like butterflies. Just butterflies. <laughs> like Google a butterfly and like look but like not the pretty like look at its face. Yeah, I've seen them. It's awful. <laughs> they think they can get up all close to you because they're pretty. <laughs> Like, you're not going to immediately swat them away, but when they get close enough, you realize, like, no, this is like a little devil bug. The nerve of those creatures. Devil bug. Just in disguise. Like, I don't like it. That or bees. Honestly, dolls. Dolls are creepy. Tiny little 
dolls popping out of somebody's mouth. That is terrifying. What was uh, Katie Holmes? What was she afraid of? It was maggots. Like maggots, oh, the maggots out of her mouth. Which I guess maybe reading too much into this, she's scared of death, right? Maybe. I think you're reading way into that. Maggots are also just creepy and gross. Spoiler alert. You better get used to it. Yeah, but they were just crawling. It's not when Batman sees them and it's like the bats like kind of flying out at him. <laughs> Katie Holmes, better than Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yes. Well, okay, so Katie Holmes, Maggie Gyllenhaal, Anne Hathaway. What do we got? Oh, Anne Hathaway. Are we doing Katie best Holmes. to worst or worst to best? You can do it however you want to do it. Are we doing fuck, Mary kill or... <laughs> <laughs> Yes. We'll do we'll do that yes, after. That. We'll do that yeah. after. That that'll be one. We'll do that after. Same with the Batman's. Write that down. Write that down. Antonio, what you what you got ranking wise? Anne Hathaway, Mag- Maggie Gyllenhaal, Katie Holmes. Uh, Hathaway, Gyllenhaal, Holmes. I'm not a big Katie Holmes person. Interesting. Is the okay? We're talking about like as as their roles, right? Yes. Okay. Don't know how I feel about that. Anybody? Anybody got quibbles? Okay, so like Anne Hathaway better than the other two, like combined. She's just in a different stratosphere. Okay, I think Katie Holmes works as like the childhood best friend that kind of had a little glow up moment, and she had that whole kind of like charm to her. I think everyone hated her because in '05, Tom Cruise was fucking crazy, and they were married, and they just figured she was fucking crazy, and they just didn't like her because of Tom Cruise. But she's actually not bad in this role. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. No, I do. I do. I think I think she works. She works really well in this sort of uh, like you're talking about, like a childhood friend. Like she seems very uh, I don't want to say wholesome, but she seems like she seems like a kid grown up. Right. Like, but I bought seems- her as a lawyer, too. I thought she was great when she was like going with like Kelly Murphy. Letter. Yeah. When, when she was like, you know, how, how convenient that a 30 or 50 middle aged man, whatever, whatever, goes nuts all of a sudden. Like, I thought she held her own pretty pretty well. I didn't see what all the hate was. I'm telling you, it's Tom Cruise hate. We can't have that. No. Yeah, we can. We can't have Tom Cruise hate. Not on this podcast. We certainly can. No. I killed Fight him. Me. I fucked him. I'm sure I killed him, too. I think I fucked him, too. Brandon, I feel like you're, you're in Antonio's camp, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. God damn it. What? Kate Holmes is cheap. I guess her character just rubbed me the wrong way this this whole time. Like she's such a hater in this. Like I, and it's so in, so way, in, what, in what way is she a hater? I, just, I was like, man, like she she sees Bruce like enjoying himself, and she's like, oh, some some of us have to work. She, and I'm she like, sees Bruce show up with two girls, and she's like, ugh, right? But like she rolls up to give him a a, a present for his birthday party, and she's like. My boss has been missing for two days, so like that means I need to check at the bottom of a river. Some of us have to enjoy your party, Bruce. Some of us have to work. And I'm like, ugh, for real? Come on. She's got priorities. Yeah, Bruce has priorities too. I agree. But that was she not doesn't, his problem. She doesn't know them, so she's just out here like, oh, I'm so much better than you because I'm I'm fighting corruption in Gotham. And this man is literally jumping from rooftops and beating up villains and shit. Yeah, but she doesn't know that. Yeah, she but she, she also doesn't have to wave it in his face that she's out here working. I feel like she just didn't get an invite to the party, and then she was like, fuck you. I mean, she she clearly did because she showed up with a gift, right? I she think she like, just stopped by because she knew it was his birthday. Mm. 
He had just woken up from being poisoned. That doesn't make sense to me on a couple of levels. Uh, one, she's not at all concerned. I feel like she's dating the district attorney who died. I think she Because she was. gave him like a, a kiss. And she doesn't seem concerned that he's like probably dead. I don't think they were actually dating or at least not anymore. Cause she said, okay, we've already done that or that. Already yeah. I, I feel like she, like, she, like there's that kiss, that weird kiss that he sees. And then like right after he's like, Oh, we've already talked about this. Yes. Yeah. Not actively dating or okay. whatever. Well, she has needs. Don't we all? Um, like, I just feel like you should still be a little bit more concerned that he's dead, but okay. It That's matter. why she wasn't staying for the party. She was like, Hey, I got to go identify the body. Maybe. Hopefully. Here's your arrowhead. She didn't seem that like sad. And that's probably just a Katie Holmes thing. Like, I don't know if she can do depth. Wow. Because, you know, it's Katie Holmes. Have you ever seen Dawson's Creek? (laughs) Dawson's Creek is very shallow. We call that wordplay. Um, (laughs) Speaking of. No, how do I? I want to give my lady's opinion. Uh, I was also very confused because I'd guess I only saw The Dark Knight Rises once and I was like, wait a minute, Anne Hathaway was in a Batman movie? Because I totally forgot. And then I looked again and I was like, oh, wait, Tom Hardy was in a movie? And I was like, oh, yeah, that's me. Jennifer, Uh, what? I know, I know, I know, I know. My bad. (laughs) It's been a minute. Okay, Um, I'm sorry. You didn't get to look at Tom Hardy enough. He had to be covered up. So I forgot. I feel like he takes his... Does Bane take his shirt off? I feel like he takes his shirt off. Why didn't we watch that one? He definitely takes his shirt off. I'm just kidding. We'll watch it. I'm I'll sorry. Just, I'll Google it. I'm watching it right now. What a lovely, lovely voice. <laughs> no, I totally forgot Anne Hathaway. Rolled by it. Oh, my God. In a league of shadows. It's better than Batman's voice. But anyways, for, before I get to... Well, I'll get to that in a minute. But Where is she? No one had a problem when he screams, Rachel! Because he thought he was losing her. He thought he was like, oh my gosh, she's going to die. And she'll never know what I did for her. (laughs) I need her to be indebted to me. No, I just know Christian Bale's a good actor. And I was just like a little disappointed with some of his uh, overacting. But I don't know if that's the direction he was given. Sorry, Uh, We're going to get to Christian Bale. It's just Anne Hathaway, Katie Holmes, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Okay. Thank you. We are back to being friends. Why do you like Maggie or not like Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jennifer? Would you like to repeat the phrase that no, you said? No, because it was ru- it sounded rude. <laughs> oh, say it. Please say it. What did I say? I said she looked like a sad dog all the time. <laughs> and then I corrected myself and I said, okay, puppy, because dogs sound rude. <laughs> Honestly, I, I agree with you, Jen. To me, <laughs> she kind of looks like uh, my dog. I know she said she said sad dog and immediately I was like okay so like Buford Bangs yeah, from yeah, last she night definitely looks like Buford sometimes just oh I thought it was Banks <laughs> oh, and it's just so weird that her and Jake Gyllenhaal like I can see the resemblance a little bit but like she just looks so sad and I don't know if it's because she's not like that good at acting no Maggie is excellent but um she wasn't the best in this this trilogy. Maybe it was just that movie. I just I didn't watch much with her in it. Katie Holmes, she was okay. I thought she was actually kind of funny because she was a little sassy. I love when she just like slaps him because he has the gun twice. <laughs> I think that second one was her. That was a that was definitely a choice. She was like acting. 
She also like she just like cuts across like two lanes of traffic for no reason. Like Yeah, you identify with that driving behavior? First of all, <laughs> the women in this movie were much better driver. I said it was like just her, I think. But the men could not drive for shit in this movie. I, I think what happened is that Batman was like, Gary Oldman, can you drive stick? And Gary Oldman was like, Yeah, but he couldn't. <laughs> He's like, what am I supposed to say here? Batman is asking me if I can drive stick. Like, there's literally no other option, right? Like, you can't just pull somebody random off the street and put him in the Batmobile. Like, does everyone just say yes to that? Because they're just like, oh, yeah, for sure. No, I can drive a stick. Fuck yeah. Why does the Batmobile have a manual transmission? I feel like it should be like an F1 car, right? Like, you get in and you shouldn't know how to drive it if you're not Batman. Wait, Nicholas... Did you pick Maggie Gyllenhaal as number one? No, no. Um, I'm not as high on Anne Hathaway, I think, as everybody else is. But uh, I'm she's not still high on Anne. She's still, she's still probably. I mean, Anne Hathaway is Catwoman. I don't. You know, I think. Anne's... I agree. Okay. Yeah. Wait. What is? What was your ranking? Did we get your ranking? No, you didn't. One day more. What's your ranking? Here's the thing. Here's okay. the The ranking is probably going to be Katie Holmes, Anne Hathaway, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Ooh, <laughs> another day, another destiny. But I like Anne Hathaway's character the best. I just don't think she was the best. <sighs> yeah, I don't think she works as Catwoman. <laughs> no, she's she's trying. She's she's like in uh, what's that movie that we were talking about where she's just trying too hard. Oh, she's doing too much. Oh, I was going to say Ocean's 8. The uh, Hustlers? The Hustle? Oh, yeah, with her the act hustle. the whole movie. No, The, the hustle. hustle is... is that the That's the one with Rebel yeah. Wilson. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was doing a lot, yeah. She's doing yes. a lot. She's doing... But also Ocean's 8. She was doing a lot. She's doing a lot. And uh, it just it's not the right... It's not the right one. I miss Princess Diaries and Hathaway. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere I miss like Michelle Pfeiffer, Catwoman. Oh. Pfeiffer. They should have just brought her back. She probably still looks. I don't know. Much. I like, I like Maggie Gyllenhaal as an actress, though. I know she's she can be. She's got a very unique face. <laughs> Dog-like, some would say. But she's an excellent actress. But she was like she her character was the least interesting, of the three. It's the same character as Katie Holmes, though. I know, but Katie Holmes, Katie Holmes, I think gave it a little bit more as far as like personality yeah at least we like we got to see katie holmes go to work in in the first one but like in the second one like rachel just is just there yeah she's she's, someone she's 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 someone's girlfriend the entire time that's all she is then she goes and gets herself blown up yeah i think this is the perfect episode to kind of talk about mouths because there is something to be said about how (laughs) half of this costume you know required it this costume essentially puts an emphasis on your mouth and For every episode is the perfect episode to talk about mouths <laughs> Brandon. So there's not there's not a lot of people i feel like that could do this like christian bale's mouth was i like it, it's not a distraction in this this movie but like there are a lot of people out there that would put this costume on and their mouths become a distraction. I think like Nicolas Cage couldn't do this because his mouth is distracting. Um, 
<laughs> you couldn't have, you couldn't have Benedict Cumberbatch do a Batman because his mouth is distracting. And I'm going to tell you right now, Robert Pattinson is going to have a distracting mouth. <laughs> I'm going to have to look this one up. Wait, is is Ben Affleck's mouth distracting or is it fine? No, Ben Affleck has a mouth for Batman. Brandon, you truly like what Christian Bale's doing with his mouth this whole time. He's got thin lips. There's no upper lip, and he's just, you can, Nick doesn't believe me, but he's doing something with his tongue the whole time. (laughs) Like, try and make that accent or whatever he's trying to sound like. And I can't not look at it. Like, even as, like, just Bruce, like, and then it's even worse when he puts on, like, the bat suit. Because then he also changes his voice a little bit more. It's painful to watch. Love Christian Bale, though. Not as Batman. The, the thing that, like, has always bothered me about Batman, it's like you, since you can see half of their face, like, how stupid are people to be like, dude, you look just like fucking Bruce Wayne. Like, you look like him, you sound like him. Because you go back to all the way to the 60s, like the Adam West one, he looked like Bruce Wayne, he sounded like Bruce Wayne. You go to the Tim Burton ones, you're like Michael Keaton, you have Bruce Wayne's mouth, you don't change your voice. I think that was the best thing about this, is the fact that you were like, what the fuck voice was that? Like, why are you screaming, Batman? But you never, like, you will never put those two together because of that voice. It kind of defeats the purpose when you literally repeat a line that someone has said back to you, like, earlier in the film to them. And they're like, wait a minute. Bruce? Like, I- right, well, and he also did it, but then he did it. There, there were, like, three voices done in this movie, I felt like. Like, there's the Bruce Wayne voice, there's the Batman voice, and then there's that this weird thing that he does sometimes where he... It's almost like he's not sure which mouth he's supposed to... or which voice he's supposed to be using. And so when he says that line to Rachel, he doesn't sound like Bruce Wayne or Batman. It's like this right, weird, like, gravelly thing one? kind of in between. When he... When Rachel's like, at least tell me your name... And then he says that thing to her that, that that she said at the fucking hotel. Well, yeah. yeah, he's trying to break it down to her like, hey, it's me, but it's not me. In case someone else notices. Like, I, I don't know. That's how I took it. Like, well, like, who's going to notice? I'm, like, King Joffrey's going to notice? Like, <laughs> Joffrey's got no idea who that guy is. Look what that little bastard turned out to be. You never know. <laughs> Kids, you never fucking know. I mean then she really fucked it up by saying Bruce like that, right? Like, that kind of gave her a touche. But it's going to be obvious that that's the thing that makes no sense to me. I don't understand why whenever he does that shit, especially because he's made a habit of it, it's like and this is this is a common thing with all fucking, you know, it's like the Superman, okay, you take off the glasses and it's very clearly Superman. Like, I don't think it's it. But also, like, are you kidding me? How is your reaction oh, Bruce? Is that you? Why wouldn't you just be like, shut the fuck up, Bruce? Like, we all know it's you. Don't, I don't need hints. I'm not an idiot. Like, you're not the smartest person here. It's, I've seen half, I've seen your entire face my entire life. I think I could recognize half of it. And you're like, saying my own words back to me. She like, should have recognized that mouth then. Am I a child? It looked ridiculous. That's right now. Oh, speaking of mouths, <laughs> after I, so what's his name? Kill, how are we saying his name? Killian Murphy. Oh my god. So again, I thought I'd already seen this movie. I don't like it. When he came on screen, I was like, no, I've seen him before. Because he's what? the only one I remembered. Yeah. I don't know where he's from though. And I guess well, so I guess he's in the other Batman. I, again, I haven't yeah. 
seen them in forever and i was like oh that makes sense because i guess he's also he comes back in the dark knight he comes back out in the dark knight rises yeah or oh, and in the dark knight he comes out yeah, in all three of them all actually three. briefly that's what i remembered him from that's why i thought maybe i'd seen this he just he appeared on screen i was like i've seen that mouth <laughs> he see that's acting with the right mouth christian bale he's not doing it he's a great villain i think well no i just like in also in general like i think we needed more of him in the movie and in other movies in general. Is it because he looks dead inside and he has I, a very angular face? Because listen, let me tell you about being dead inside, girl. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes are intense. Christopher Nolan wanted, like you notice he keeps taking his glasses on and off. Christopher Nolan wanted the, the audience to like notice his eyes. And like be infatuated with his eyes and his eye color. I thought that was kind of weird, but at the same time, I was like, fuck, every time he does take his glasses off, I'm like, that's because they're piercing eyes. But they're piercing, but they also look dead inside. Yes. Like Amy Dunn. Anybody else in this movie? I guess. Anybody else interesting? Did we talk about Michael Caine? Michael. If I, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't, I can't do the trip version of Michael Caine. I just feel like I end up mimicking him for no reason when I hear him. I We don't have to like deep dive on Michael Caine, but I really That's just love him. There's that scene where he's like, uh, where where uh, Christian Bale's coming back from college and he's like, one where he's, he's wondering why um, Alfred even gives a shit about the house and about the company and... Michael Caine kind of just like gives him the what for. Yes. Was so mad at, at Christian Bale's like, how dare you ask him that? Like he actually gives a shit about you and you're a shitty ass teenager who doesn't know shit. <laughs> like, I was so yeah, I mean, he literally is like, you're not even family. Why do you care about this house? Yeah, I was like, like, fuck you. Well, fuck you, Christian Bale. <laughs> yeah. Michael Caine's over here taking care of your dumb ass. You lost your parents and you have this person that still loves you and you're trying to push him away. Like, that's kind of shitty of you. Extremely shitty. But that's that's what grief does sometimes. That's Batman as a shitty superhero. I, I think they're all casted perfectly. I really do. I don't think you really need to change anything. Like, I think Michael Caine is the better Alfred than the original Alfred from from the Tim Burton ones. I And, and I think Michael Caine's better than... Um, Oh shit! What's his Jeremy name? Irons. Jeremy Irons, and I think boy, I don't know if he's better than Gary or better than Jeremy Irons, man. What? Yeah. Ooh, oh dude. boy, I do like me some Jeremy Irons. Yeah, Michael Caine's a much more believable Alfred than Jeremy Irons is, bro. For the for the Tangerine speech alone, obviously that's not this movie, where he's like, uh, some people just want to watch the world burn. What movie is this? A dark night. Oh, okay. Because I feel like Nick. I think it's interesting how much y'all fight for this movie, but y'all talk a lot about the other ones. Ooh. This movie sucks. That's why y'all want to talk about Dark Knight so much. He's got a bunch of great lines in this one too. Nicholas, don't thing. fight me. Preach, John, yeah, preach. I already he's talked about the good lines. Thank you. We were just. We were just. We just got done talking mm-hmm. about great lines in Which this ones? movie, Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Which ones? Which ones? Amanda, the one that you literally mentioned. That yeah, we had only, a so we're only talking about Michael Caine's lines because I love Michael Caine. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, but there's a shit ton of lines in this movie that are really, really good. Swear to me. Does I, it come in black? I said that one already. All right, go ahead. Another one. 
Why yeah. do we fall, Bruce? That's okay. classic. The why do we fall is a is a pretty profound, that's, like touching that's good parenting right there. Right. Is it though? Because you also force him to go to an opera with a bunch of shitty bats flying around. Okay, well. So and then they got killed. Listen, Thomas Wayne is a great dad. I don't care what Liam Neeson says, it's not his fault. Actually, a lot of people shit on his dad this whole movie. I thought like, shit on his dad. Uh what's his name? Falcone. He's just like, oh, I thought he begged for mercy. <laughs> Your dad was a bitch. Like, he did not, though. Baked. Like, I felt yeah, kind I mean, of bad. Everyone kept shitting on him. Pretty pretty disrespectful. It was. Can't talk about man's dead dad like that. But um, there are some lines in here that are said and then are not, I, I guess, not important in the third one, but kind of like talked about or like they're they're brought up again and you're like oh that's that groundwork was laid in one and then it kind of like here it is in in three like there's the there's the and there's like the whole like the whole premise of batman is summed up by ducard when he's like if you make yourself more than just a man if you devote yourself to an ideal and if they can't stop you then you become something else entirely like that's that's batman like that Sure. I think that he, you know, he takes that and he, he's like, you know, make make myself a symbol. And then the idea of theatric theatricality and deception is mentioned multiple times in this first one. But then also Bane, when they're fighting, is like, oh, theatricality and deception are powerful agents to the uninitiated. But we are both initiated. And then like, so like he, when they're fighting, like he knows everything that Batman's going to do ahead of time because like he, they were taught the same things. Yeah, there, there's a there's a lot of like continuity. In, so it sounds in like way. you sounds like you like the lines from The Dark Knight Rises because they're callbacks to the first one. Well, because of the first one, you know, this is this is like an intro. This is the origin story. Um, so you have to do a lot of groundwork and you have to lay a lot of things that that hopefully pay off later. But is the reason that you don't like this movie as much because it has to do that work? Do you know what I mean? Like, do you are you just anti intro? Yeah, I think that you're probably you've hit something on uh, a nail on the head there, but it's not it's not so much that this movie is, you know, bad. It's just that intro stories or origin stories are always the worst stories of anything following you can. I mean, Iron Man one is not as good as two. Uh, Three just has more action in it. But Captain America, the first Avenger, not as good as any other Captain America movie in in this in that series. Batman Begins is just not as good as The Dark Knight or The Dark Knight Rises. But that's not a bad thing. Also, another case in point, Casino Royale, not as good as like Quantum of Solace. What? Actually, I might agree with that one. I'm sorry. Or Skyfall. Sorry about that. Well, yeah, no. I mean, 100%. But it's not better than Skyfall, but it's not better than Quantum of Solace, right? We don't think that, right? Is that a commonly held belief? I... I'm, I might I might agree with. Uh, I can't I don't. speak to this topic because you haven't seen the Bond movies. I haven't seen the Bond movies. I can't speak to the James Bond movies. So, okay, Antonio, what about the Iron Man's? Have you seen all the Iron Man's? Uh, yeah, three was my favorite, so I feel my opinion is going to be automatically disqualified. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I think I put in the notes for this one that. That Batman Begins was kind. It's kind of like a necessary evil in that it's. I mean, I remember thinking this was very boring when I when I first saw it when I was fifteen. I fell asleep in the theater watching this movie. What? Uh, to be fair, it was like a midnight showing on a Saturday night. Like 
uh, 15 year old me was not up that late back then. I mean, I've rewatched it. It's it's not a bad movie, but it's it's just slow moving. Yeah, there's it's just I can't remember which one of you said it earlier, but like you you probably don't need to see this to appreciate the other two. It's follow. me. Okay, it was you. Because I, I, I know that Brandon has said that there were a lot of callbacks, especially between Dark Knight Rises and Batman Begins. But for me, I was blissfully unaware of those, and I enjoyed Dark Knight Rises just fine. Yeah, I remember the callbacks, but I wasn't like, oh, snap, like, they referenced that. It was just like, oh, cool, Liam Neeson's back. But I would also say, though, that I'm like the average superhero moviegoer. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not, like, deep diving into anybody's universe. Like, I don't have anybody's backstory on any of this. I'm, right. I'm going as an average moviegoer. I remember seeing this movie, and my cousin went with me, and he is a comic book nerd. And Know your place, trash. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember my cousin being like, you know, this was, and I don't know how accurate he was in his statement, because, again, I don't, I've never picked up a comic book in my life. But he was like, this was about as close to a comic book or, like origin movie, like at the time, I guess, that he is he had seen to that point. And I was like, well, and so he appreciated it from that point of view. And I was like, this is a very slow moving movie. You could easily cut out like 30 to 40 minutes and it would be a much better movie. And maybe that's why like Nick appreciates it more than because I'm a nerd. More than us girls. More than us girls. Yeah, I, th- I think we're. Although Ryan Ryan really likes it too, though, and Ryan has never opened a comic book in his life. But I think that this can be separated into like sections, right? And so the first forty minutes or so, he's not Batman. You just see flashbacks. You're just like, okay, it's what did you say, Jennifer? It's just it's just a sad little kid. Yeah, there's like I don't know, like seven different flashbacks to this kid in the well and the bath and the crying, and I'm like, yeah, okay, it was get scary. It. Get over it. Like, damn it, shit. Like I like. <laughs> I was in the ocean one time, like, you know, the water, the waves, like, that was scary, but, like, I don't, like, just, like, flashback to waves, like, rolling over me constantly. Did it become Aquawoman because of it? <laughs> yes, I was going to say that. <laughs> Maybe, but it takes, like, I think we timestamp, like, it's somewhere around, it's 46 minutes and, like, seven seconds that he finally decides to be Batman. That's too long. I don't know if you guys read that or not, but the studio was initially concerned with how long it took to see Batman. That makes me question Christopher Nolan as a director. Well, we are going to we're going to come back to Christopher Nolan. But what I was what I guess I was getting at was that I mean, like, you know, people like Jennifer, you, Antonio, Amanda. Do you think that the ladies, Antonio, you said the ladies. Does this movie need to exist to y'all? Could they have just started at Dark Knight? Would that have worked? Yes, it would have worked because everyone knows batman's origin story like you don't have to read a comic book if you watched a cartoon growing up you you just know what it is so you don't really have to rehash that story and retell it i also like appreciate an origin story i just don't think it should have taken 45 minutes of flashbacks to get to the big reveal you know what i'm saying we got a faster fucking reveal in gatsby that's true we only had to wait 30 minutes for gatsby yeah well you you guys we were mad about that what are we talking about exactly but it's fine because it's Batman. He could take as long as he wants. Listen, it's okay because we didn't have to sit with Tobey Maguire for 45 minutes in this fucking movie. Also, can we talk about how when the car went, the tank went into stealth mode and the police just <laughs> suck and like they just all of a sudden stopped being able to see the car because it turned its headlights off? 
<laughs> that doesn't make sense. There's a giant helicopter spotlight on it. All it did was turn the headlights off. And they were like, oh, shit, we lost it. <laughs> it just didn't make sense. You know, Antonio mentioned that, and I, I misspoke, I think, when I had originally thought about this or, or read the quote because Christopher Nolan was like, you know, this hasn't been done before. I was like, I'm pretty sure Christopher or people have shown Batman's parents being killed. I guess what, what he was getting at was that nobody had shown sort of how he came to be Batman. You know, they showed how his parents died and everything, but they didn't show like the buildup to becoming Batman. And I think that that's necessary. Um, is there a better origin movie than this? Like in this same or, you know, like right around here or after this? I don't think when it comes to like a superhero origin story, I don't think there is one that it's better than this that shows the process of how a child becomes Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne becomes Batman. I don't think there's a better one. I think the closest we get to it is probably Captain America, the first Avenger, where Chris Evan goes from having that childlike body to an adult body. But there, there aren't too many movies that do a good job of going from childhood to adulthood to superhero dumb do we have to do like childhood to adulthood or can we do like just no you can do it you- okay because i was gonna say deadpool is probably the best one i can't remember does deadpool have an origin story of i guess yeah. it does right is it like the whole first hour of deadpool like an origin oh yeah 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 you're right because he gets pegged and like with deadpool there's a cold open and with this one See, that's what I think is is a really hard deal between the whole DC and the MCU deal is DC, the tone is completely different with them versus the MCU. DC to me is like, like it's a separate tone. There's a seriousness. Like we're making a film. And where I look at like Captain America, Iron Man, all the MCUs, this is a popcorn movie where we're trying to get people in the theater. I just feel there's a big difference between the two. So if you're going to go straight origin, the Christopher Nolan trilogy is the best but maybe it's just because I just like the tone that they took. I mean, I agree. Just to, just so I'm clear, I posed the question because I have an answer, and the answer is yes. I don't, you know, it was uh, it was bait because I wanted everyone who said that this movie sucks to say also that this is the best origin story. I don't think it sucked. Sucked. I just think it. I'm sorry. Clearly, I was able to get through the other Batman's without seeing it. But not that I don't appreciate an origin story. Yeah, I like origin stories too. Yeah. It just it just ran longer than I. But you know, in thinking about it, you have to have one, and you can't have two and three without one because just think of the whole central premise between Rachel and Bruce. So you see their relationship kind of blossom in the first one. Like you see, it's going to go somewhere, and the second one, it it's a choice, and and she chooses not him, but he doesn't know that. Only Alfred knows that. You can't have the breakup in the third one between Alfred and Bruce. Do y'all remember that? Like, that's the hardest part of that movie of Dark Knight right. Rises. No, you're absolutely right. Is the deal between Christian Bale and, 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 and Michael Caine where he's basically like, leave, go. I don't ever want to see you ever again. That part in Dark Knight Rises was just like gut-wrenching. But you don't have that unless you have this movie. You don't get the masterpiece of two and the underratedness of three without one. It's just like Star Wars. I'm not a big Star Wars guy, but you don't get Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi without Star Wars. Return of the Jedi was trash, though, so. 
Antonio is here for the goddamn takes. <laughs> Which one was Return of the Jedi? Oh. I think it maybe maybe it is a victim of its this trilogy is a victim of its own success. But I picked this movie because it felt like a jumping off point, right? Like it felt like the beginning of a lot of things. And and I get what you I get the criticisms of this movie. We and maybe it's just like one of those sacrifice, Nicholas. I mean, listen, I do what I can. Um, who among us? They were a victim of their own success in this trilogy because at a certain point, you know, everybody who likes Dark Knight Rises three, you know, I think the the thing is that okay, you get a fully formed Batman. And you you get that because they have created that over this. You know, people who like superhero movies now, like you wouldn't have superhero movies without this movie. You know, you wouldn't have people who like James Bond now. You know, the Daniel Craig James Bond. You wouldn't have that without this movie. Again, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. We're all just going to fucking backpedal now because Nick's feelings are hurt. I don't. I'm mad. Hey, I have to. <laughs> I have to deal with this later. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's the cast. Oh, they ganged up on me. No, the cast is fantastic. <laughs> Does anybody have anything else? Any, you know, we. Anybody else have anything that they wanted to talk about with this movie? Today? I guess I mean the saviors of the movie, Morgan Freeman. Fantastic. Always, always great in these. Yes, I love those techie little characters like Q on on Bond. I love those. And the nerd in me, you know. But also, he's like kind of cool. He's got like this, you know. I don't know the way he carries himself. Yes, it's it's aspirational mostly. Yeah, it's, it's a nerd who's into technology who can also be cool. Yes. Yeah. Ben Whishaw has a lot of confidence in those new Bond movies too. That I just don't have. Damn him. And his cardigans, um, <laughs> young young uh, young King Joff. Uh, you know the kids won't believe him that he met Batman. Those, Is he uh, our that guy? So, so I'll give him. Jennifer was like, "Did he give him a weapon? <laughs> what, did he, what did he toss him? I was so. It confused. looked like a. It looked like a taser. <laughs> so here, kid. If they if they ask any questions, tase them. Yeah, like they'll you, never believe me. I guess in two thousand five, you can't be like, "Well, here, take a quick selfie with me, so you can show them." Like, here, here's a weapon. Right, right. Can you imagine if Batman was just like, "All right, fine, one selfie. That's okay. All right, I get it." I just had this image of Ben Affleck Batman like doing a Nick Dunn and just taking a selfie with that smirk on his face. <laughs> That's, that's why that's why it doesn't work. Batman doesn't smirk like that. I actually like Ben Affleck as a as Batman and I don't love Ben Affleck. I don't like I don't like the movies that he's where he's Batman. But I like him as Batman. I think he's a good like close to retirement Batman. Right, tired of this shit. Yeah. I I like how they did his voice. How they used like that robotic kind of voice changer. To kind of disguise the voice and make it, it sound more, more realistic. Like, it does. It's it's use smarter. That kind of tool. Yeah, I'm sure the technology just didn't exist back then. 2005, they couldn't have done that. <laughs> they did it. They did it for Bane, right? They would never. Yeah. <laughs> that was the thing. You couldn't do it for Bane and for Batman. Lucius was behind the times, I guess. Look at the sonar. I did. I. <laughs> the sonar I designed with everyone's cell phones, but I can't change your voice. I'm sorry. Sonar? Is it sonar? <laughs> I thought he was just spying on everybody, right? 
I don't. I haven't listened. I haven't watched Dark Knight Rises. I clearly I need to rewatch Dark Knight Rises. So it was I the Dark Knight is when he did that. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. God, I can't wait for six months from now when we all actually are on the same page about the Dark Knight being good. Wait, who thinks it's bad? No, I'm saying we'll all be on the same page as opposed to this where it's me and Ryan. Oh, so we should... But see, Dark no, Knight. well, yes and no. I think the Dark Knight is a, is in a category all on its own. I don't. I consider that just a incredible film. You're talking about like a Batman movie. Like Batman Begins is probably the best Batman movie. Like I don't think the Dark Knight is a better Batman movie than Batman Begins. I think the Dark Knight is a better movie altogether. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Do you kind of understand what I'm saying? Like I, I think in the Dark Knight, it's more about like Batman is not the main character. the The central story is not around Batman in the Dark Knight. It's around good versus evil. It's around, it, it's it's more about Harvey Dent versus, the idea of a Harvey Dent versus the idea of a Joker. And then Batman has to leap An- between both of them. Anarchy versus uh, conservatism? But, <laughs> <laughs> Teed him but, up for that one, yeah. But, I mean, but Batman as, as like a, as a signifier of Gotham, right? Like that's, the way that he ultimately leans is is how that how that story hinges or what that story hinges on right it doesn't matter well, okay we'll, we'll do this we'll do uh, that's a teaser presumably for an episode six months from now yeah. where we talk about the dark knight and we get into deep philosophical discussion about what is at play in the dark knight we could not have done that this week I was going to say, we're never doing Batman again. Oh, yeah, we are. I'm just kidding. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to refuse to do The Dark Knight Rises at this point. Come on. So that you can't eat your words? No, right? I want to see Tom Hardy. I'm not going to be wrong on this fucking podcast. It's too late. You already are. Uh, also, did you guys still want to talk about what, what we watched this week? Yes, because I want to talk can- to you. We can do that afterwards. I literally, Brandon. I was as you before you were talking. I was I was segueing into what we sort of took away from this movie. Uh, origin stories. Origin stories are important and and needed. However, however, let's maybe not do forty five minutes of flashbacks and childhood that doesn't really okay. lend itself to the. I mean, it does lend itself to the story, but do you need forty five minutes of it? I don't need to see forty five minutes of a child crying. Yeah. Um, I told Nick I was like, take a shot every time they do a flashback to this kid crying in the well. <laughs> Either we wouldn't be able to see the big reveal because yeah. we would be passed. And out. I was like, Jennifer, it is one o'clock in the afternoon. What are you talking about? I did just want to say that for this particular film, it is kind of cliche to say that this movie, you know, laid the groundwork for other superhero movies. There are obviously superhero movies prior to this one but i don't think iron man gets done without this movie i don't think that i mean the mcu happens but i think that this movie made the mcu okay to do the the great thing about these three films uh and this one in particular is that it takes batman which is this you know like this legendary figure and you know it makes it what nolan did with this film is just make batman real and i think that that 
was long overdue. Yeah, I mean, I think just real quick, I just I think we take it for granted what the culture was like in 2005. Like Batman was not cool. Comic books obviously were not cool. Like this shit was not shit was not popping as literally no one has ever said. Um <laughs> and and then this this and then Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, obviously those those two movies made over a billion dollars, but you know, this is what this is what made this a, a thing. And and to your point, I mean, the MCU doesn't, this is a, a blueprint for the MCU. Maybe they do some MCU movies, but they're not nearly as good. Um, and, and no one cares. I don't think is, is the other thing. I, I don't know that. I don't think it has as big of an impact if, if this doesn't lay, you know, or, or set out something or, or get people's interest back. That's a that's a really good point. I didn't think about the fact that it wasn't actually like considered quote unquote cool to like go see a comic book movie or a superhero movie. I I had not thought about that at all. Very briefly, how are y'all going to rate this movie? Uh, I don't know if we need to do an explanation on the rating system. But if we do, it's a four point rating system. Uh, number one, I'm sorry, a one on this rating system is you would not rewatch it or recommend it. Number two, God damn it, <laughs> two, a two is you would maybe rewatch it, but you wouldn't recommend it. A three is you would rewatch it and recommend it if you were asked about the movie specifically. And a four is you would rewatch and provide an unsolicited recommendation of this movie. So, the person who feels the strongest about this movie. Go ahead. The strongest in which way? Yeah, in, in a positive or negative way? In, in whatever way. Brandon? If there are nerds that are listening to this, they're going to be like, man, this dude hates Batman. Uh, he hates families and Batman. Families and Batman <laughs> and doesn't doesn't trust women. Um, Wait, but this that's was, this is this movie is a three for me. Um, I had fun watching it. Um, I I would tell people if asked, like, oh, like which favorite superhero movie? I would obviously say the uh, I would I would say the Dark Knight, but then I would be like, you know what? But you got to watch all three, and in that is Batman Begins, and uh, you know you make it through Batman Begins, and then you get the joy of the Dark Knight, and then you get to finish it off with the Dark Knight Rises. So it's a three for me. Antonio. Antonio. Is it two? My man. Uh, a, 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 a two is better than a one. Because <laughs> if I stumble across it and there's nothing else, That's and depending on what part of the movie it is, I might sit down and watch it. Yeah, the saying, uh, hey, come on over to my apartment and let's watch, you know, Batman Begins. <laughs> it's, it's not going to happen. We all know we're watching Jojo Rabbit if we go to your house. It's okay. Exactly. <laughs> I really do enjoy this movie, and I don't think you can appreciate Christopher Nolan's trilogy of The Dark Knight without watching this movie, the second one, and then the third one. Like, you have to watch them in order to appreciate what he's accomplished. So, it's a four. I'm, gonna, I'm going to uh, disagree with you. I think you can easily skip the first one and still enjoy two and three. So I'm going to give it a two because I'm going to rewatch it. I'm going to skip through the first 45 minutes. I'm going to rewatch it 
so that I can pick up on my Easter eggs that I par- apparently didn't um, pay attention to because I got bored. <laughs> um, but I don't know if I'd recommend it because I don't think you really need, I don't really think you need to watch it to enjoy two and three. Um, if you want to do the homework, you can, but why? But why? <laughs> uh, Jennifer, what, what about you? I want to, I wish I could do like a half. You can do it. We've, Amanda and I have, have done it already. Well, I would probably just do a 2.5 because like I obviously rewatched it because like I had to watch it a second time because like I was kind of not paying attention, I guess, the first time because like, it wasn't catching me. No offense to like, it was a great cast. Everyone else did fine. It was just maybe bad directing. <sighs> what? what a ridiculous fucking statement i'm just Uh, saying if christopher like this wasn't his first film but he's acting like it oh jesus oh my god (laughs) i have to live with this oh okay who's getting the couch tonight it's gonna be me Uh, um, okay. Uh, this is, this is probably going to be surprising, but I think I'll give this a three. Um, you know, what I'm, what I'm imagining in my head is somebody asking me the question about uh, the Batman trilogy, the Nolan trilogy. And, you know, I'm saying, okay, yeah, absolutely. You should watch those. Those are great. And then they say, well, do I have to start at the first one? And in, in maybe other circumstances, I would say, you know, yes, but I think that, and you know, gosh, in six months, I hope to have this conversation. But I think that the Dark Knight is so good that I think and provides enough of that character development that I think that you can honestly just start there. Listen, I would I would like to recommend this movie. I think this is a great movie, but I think I think you don't necessarily have to watch it. Hmm. I know, I know. <laughs> I spent this entire thing talking shit about you guys. Um spent the entire thing refuting the thing that you're agreeing with us <laughs> no not necessarily listen listen i think it's a great movie by itself i we i was talking about this movie on its own if somebody my the thing that i'm imagining right now is somebody asking me about the trilogy if somebody was like listen well and that's the other thing too is that i mean you know how do you recommend this movie without recommending the trilogy it doesn't make any sense that's true it's a it's a another flaw in the rating system. Am I right? Um, this rating system fucking sucks. Well, two point fives for everything. Two point five for everything. I think I gave something a three point two five. That would have been great for this. Um, <laughs> I might put myself down for that. Uh, okay. Um, we didn't have recommendations. I. D- does everyone feel okay with me saying that the recommendation is watching The Dark Knight? Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. But why would you recommend it unless you'd have to see this movie first? Just kidding. Well, on the shit. I'm just talking shit. Since you would like watch this and you're like, I don't know what to watch next. I think you should watch the next movie in the trilogy. I can't wait to fight about this when we get off the Zoom call, babe. So what have we all been watching, guys? I watched this movie called First Cow. It's about a cow. Okay. But more, more importantly, it's about friendship. Um, oh, too bad Derek's not here. It's one of those. Derek loves friendship. 
Um, it's one of those uh, super pretentious movies. Um, looks really nice. Really simple movie. Big fan. I liked it. Not as good as I thought it was going to be, but I think uh, honestly, I, th- I feel like people are hyping up this movie and a lot of other movies that have like come out since this whole quarantine shit happened because like there's nothing else to fucking watch. So they're just like, oh, it's an A24 movie. It is. It is. I said pretentious, didn't I? I, I should have yes, said prestige, did. I guess. Prestige. prestige. Which makes it uh, sound yes, more pretentious. I couldn't get a good vibe on that movie whenever I would see the previews uh, at Draft House before the pandemic started. Couldn't get a pulse on it. Like, part of me wanted to see it, the other part didn't. I got you. It's a, I mean, it's a real simple movie. Very naturalistic. It's beautiful. I really liked it. And it's about, it's about friends. And it's about, kind of about, there's, there's a heavy, like, cooking element in there, which I nice. am always a fan of. So, so don't uh, watch it when I'm hungry. Don't watch it when you're hungry. No, it's like that. It's like that Dragon Ball Z movie that we went to see. That was a fucking terrible thing to watch when we were hungry. God, I still remember that. It was a great movie, but <laughs> but it was very difficult to focus. Yes, uh, Antonio, my beautiful baby boy. Um, I'm so happy to have you on the podcast this week. Last week was was rough. I had I had a bad week, and I think it was because I was missing you so much. Um, so I'm I'm happy that you're out of the hospital and and back home. Rumors of my demise are greatly exaggerated. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But I understand that you had a little bit more free time than you usually do for <laughs> understandable reasons. What did What did you watch this past week? Uh kept working my way through uh, Shit's Creek. It's been in the queue for about three years now. Oh, do you love it? Please tell me you love it. And tell me how much yeah. you love it. So, <laughs> so funny, funny story. Uh, my mom is Mexican, and so, is she really? Yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, and so, when she got wind that I was in the ER, she said that she was spending the week at my apartment. I didn't really have a say in it, so okay. We we watched uh, we watched right. a lot of we we watched a lot of Shit's Creek together. Oh, that's adorable. Kind of bonded over it. That is amazing. I love that. Yeah. So she knows my Netflix password, so I think I'm gonna have to mark where I where exactly I left off because I could see her binging it the rest of this week now that she's back home. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Catherine O'Hara is amazing in that show. And also, like, the colors. The colors are shot really I don't know. Oh, yeah. Is get it, into cinematography. Is it cinematography? Is are the is that what that is? It's, color, it's, it's colors. Art colors. <laughs> are colors cinematography? <laughs> I say it every time I watch it with Ryan. Like, after every episode, I'm like, oh, I love this show so much. It makes me so happy. Such an easy watch. Canada has given us so much. It's like they're like twenty-two minutes or something a piece, yeah. and they're so good. And R- David reminds me of Ryan sometimes. <laughs> I can see it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As someone that's seen eight episodes, I can see it. Yeah. Only eight? I forget his fit. I just love how she's just like, "Oh, David." Ew, David. David. 
I love that journey for you. <laughs> the final season is supposed to be on Netflix this fall. Can't wait. Yeah. Perfect. I'll be caught up by then and we'll be dealing with the fifth wave of coronavirus and still can't go out anywhere. It's all Perfect. it's one it's one wave. It's all one, one continuous wave. Tsunami. <laughs> it never stops. <laughs> Just oh, that would have, that, that's another uh, fear for uh, if I were to be sprayed with like that toxic gas or the mask, a tsunami would be one of like my fears. Oh, just I was going to dr- say. Just drowning in a wave? <laughs> yeah. I was, was going to say, wouldn't it be funny if like your fear was just like gas, right? Like he sprays <laughs> you with the gas and then there's just like gas coming out of his fucking mask. <laughs> <laughs> I was like earlier, I was like, when he calls, he's like, oh, and so in Batman Begins, when he does the, like, the one guy's like, what's that? And he's like, that's backup. It's just like a, like a billion bats come out of nowhere. (laughs) Just so dumb. I was like, and they do like this, like bat tornado and so fucking horrible. Batnado. (laughs) And I was like, that's, that makes no sense. There's no way he had time to do all this and train millions of bats to just like fly towards him sorry i just that wasn't addressed i was just like that was ridiculous he's just just getting started there's no way these bats were like yeah we'll listen to you a bat didn't come up like hey bruce wayne stop it okay sorry (laughs) i just like doing it i know you do i know you're really good at it he likes to be (laughs) brilar so we like strong female characters. Uh, Jennifer, what did you watch this week? I watched, I guess it's like a new thing. The only new thing I've watched um, is we watched Palm Springs. The Andy Samberg and... Kristen Milioti. Yeah, the spoiler alert, I guess the mom from How I Met Your Mother. Yes. The, the mother from How I Met Your Yeah, mother. whatever. I said mom. I know, but it doesn't. Yeah, but it's just also like, is she really? Because like she showed up at the very end. Like, I don't know. Whatever. I didn't also watch the end of that anyways. So it's unfortunate because she's so she's so good in this. Right. But the movie's great. J.K. Simmons is great, as he always is. He's got to be up there in like one of the top. Top my guys. Like, yeah. Top my guys. Anyways, it was a good movie. It's basically like a what's the Groundhog Day? Groundhog Day, yeah, thing where he's like trapped in this like alternate universe time zone thing at a wedding, so he keeps repeating the wedding day like over and over, and then he gets this girl stuck in it with him. Ah, and then J.K. Simmons is there, and then it's like this little like oh they're having fun, and then they're like sad, and then they're like okay let's get out, and weird shit happens. Anyways, but yeah, I watched Palm Springs. It was great. Anyways, Palm Springs. Good, Palm Springs. Brandon. This week I watched uh, Hamilton on Disney Plus, and uh, it was fantastic. I uh, I found myself. Uh, you know, I I went into this like, oh, you know, let's see what all the hype is about, and it's. The soundtrack is fantastic. The characters fantastic. Specifically, though, 
there is one character that stands out above everybody else, and uh, it's King George. It is King George. Um, <laughs> that he's he's the best character by far, and he deserves his own. Like someone needs to do a play like Hamilton, but just about King George. Like I would watch. I would watch that. Yes, just Jonathan Croft. You know, he only has like nine minutes of stage time. Wait, is he from Mindhunter? Yes, he is the Mindhunter, Jennifer. Nicholas, why haven't we watched Hamilton yet? He only has nine minutes of stage time. That's why. I knew that I was a fan of Jonathan Groff. I didn't know that you were. Is it something about his mouth? Uh, we're about to find out. Oh, well, if you like his mouth. Yeah, there's, 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 lots, of, there's lots of mouth in, in there. Doesn't he spit? Yeah, he's with yeah. But he's got these he he does these looks like these like it just They're so good. Um but there and the first song he sings, uh the You'll Be Back song, like I looked over at Lindsay and I was like, if you ever leave me, I'm gonna just show up at your at your place where you're staying and just sing that outside the window because I know you'll be back. I will kill your friends and family. Yeah, he really steals the show every time he's like, just every time he's on stage, you're just like, yes, another King George song. I also really liked uh, Leslie Odom. I think that his Tony was uh, well-deserved. I thought he was the absolute star of the show. Oh, yeah, he was he was fantastic as well. Amazing. Um, Yeah, he was. There's not a there's not enough good things that can be said about all of these performances, but. Leslie Odom definitely stands out. Jonathan Groff stands out. Um, yeah. Cece has a huge crush on David Diggs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he my was, God. He was good as well. Um, and I yeah. couldn't, I, I was like, man, where have I, where have I seen him before? In like, Unbreakable what? Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? Yeah. Wait, are you also talking about? Sorry. Um, yes, we're gonna no, be talking I, about Hamilton for a minute. <laughs> no, I was just I looked up Jonathan Groff and God damn it, Brandon, it's Jesse St. James from Glee. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh shit! Yeah. It is. No isn't one it? told yeah. me. Yeah. Because we watched Mindhunter and I was like so obsessed with him and I was like obsessed with Jesse St. James when I watched Glee and like. Damn, you were real quiet about this obsession, Jennifer. It's okay. <laughs> I won't be offended. <laughs> Brandon and I watched Listen. Glee quietly. <laughs> No, but we we watched Mindhunter together. I know, but this I didn't why realize I watching Mindhunter with you because I liked it too much. Uh, I didn't know this, but apparently, I had no idea he did this. I didn't know he was in Hamilton. Did this like? Also, I didn't realize that Jonathan Groff is also going to be in the Matrix Four. They're making so, a Matrix Four. They are yeah. making a Matrix Four, and like I just hope that this is the beginning of. Matrix Just for the kids. John, Jonathan oh, Groff season. You know, if he's in it more, I'll be okay with watching it because I had no problem anytime he's on screen. I mean, when you when you think about this, Ham, this was filmed. When was this filmed? Like back when they were first performing, right? I think they said 2016. That was like their original one, right? Like one of the yeah, they, that's the original cast, and so they filmed this movie way back when the original cast was on. Um, I know it's three hours long, but it is definitely worth three hours. Unlike Batman getting the two and two hours. And oh my God, let it go. 
Also, Brandon, there's a Hamilton mixtape. Oh, a, w- a word? Yeah, yes. listen, listen to that chance. What? He's all- God, I'm missing so much. That was a that was a while ago though. Yeah, I mean this all the the mixtape came out like five years ago, four years ago, whenever. I avoided the albums or the soundtracks for the entire time they existed because I wanted to actually. I had hoped to someday see it for myself, but you know, money. <laughs> yeah, a lot of barriers. A lot of barriers. <laughs> a lot of barriers there. Yeah, I mean, I kind of still want to see it live i think is i do too i, I yeah I think that this would be very fun to see live. even with a even with a new cast or a secondary cast or yeah. whatever like super into going to see that which and now it's going to be even harder to get tickets because now it's fucking mainstream i was into it before it was a big deal you did you party? see it no i'm saying that's what you're saying it's going to be it's oh. harder because it's a bigger deal well there's a ton of people that it's that were into it, but they had seen it. I'm like, I just, how did you have that money to do that? <laughs> because not only had you have the money, like you had to you had go to there. Yeah. yeah. I have a co well, I had a coworker, like teenager, like literally like last year was his like senior year of high school. His family, I guess was doing okay. And he has seen Hamilton twice live. Yep. Yo, fuck that guy. Yeah. He's a little bitch. <laughs> He that saw it. Die inside. He saw it in Chicago, and I think he saw it in New York. And I was like, yeah. "You're a fucking little asshole who doesn't deserve to see this." Because I know I'm you as a person. Because I work with you, and like that really says a lot about a person. And you suck. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a child, so yeah, he's just kind of like a little punk. But children can suck. No, I know that. I'm just saying, like, I don't. Like I knew what money was, but like I didn't understand how hard it was to have money at that age. And he's you just don't understand how fast it moves. Yeah, like <laughs> was still a child, so like he didn't pay for one the trip there to the trip or like the ticket for the show. So I was like, "You little shit!" And you were probably ready to go halfway through. Yeah, and then this mm. little tiny little nugget saw it twice, and I was like, "Wow." Did you even want to? Or were you just like offered it and like you were like your parents like made you go? You took someone else's seat who really wanted to see it? Fuck you, asshole. That could have been my ticket. Bruce Wayne, little motherfucker. Exactly. Except this kid could never be Batman. And be rude. Because his parents are still alive? No, I was going to say because he's like a scrawny. His parents could take him to. He would have to pull a Captain America. Oh. Okay. What? I took offense when Brandon brought that up originally and he was like, he's got the body of a child because I had that body. Oh man. <laughs> hey, fuck you, Antonio. Are you just here to, are you just here to laugh at shit? Fuck you. Hey, that was all CGI, by the way. I know. That makes it worse for me. You could have just had Nick stand in for the shit. Exactly. It would have been weird. It would have been a little brown body, but okay. (laughs) We can make it better, stronger, wider. God damn it. She would have seen your name in the credits, though. (laughs) Everyone go and watch that Henry Cavill. Cavill. Cavill building that computer to the sounds of Barry White because I also just 
So I'll clip with that. Ooh, what? I only that's what you were wholly uninterested in watching me build a fucking computer. Excuse me? <laughs> uh, I guess that begs the question, Jen. You weren't doing it to Barry White though. Henry Cavill, Nick Kroll, our Nick building a computer. You gotta marry one, fuck one, kill one, go. <laughs> I'm to ruin this relationship. I'm just kidding. I'm Don't answer that. I welcome death. Okay. <laughs> are we not? Are we not doing a? What was the? Oh, like a Batman. No, I got. Yeah, I got Maggie one. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, okay, I got. Holmes. I got. I got one. I got one for the group. Ready? Yeah. yeah. Maggie Gyllenhaal, Jake Gyllenhaal, Heath Ledger. You got to marry one, fuck one, kill one, go. Kill Maggie oh, Gyllenhaal. Oh, that's fucking Sorry. dark, dude. Kill that goddamn dog. Um, wait so okay so fuck fuck mary kill uh anne hathaway well anne hathaway is selena kyle maggie gyllenhaal is rachel um katie holmes is rachel so anybody sorry was there not a i'm just curious real quick i'm gonna fuck okay Go ahead. Right. No, I just there's not a Rachel character in Dark Knight Rises. No. No, because she died in the she Dark Knight. Oh, Maggie Gyllenhaal died, right? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. That's all right, because I was gonna kill her anyways. Yeah. It was yeah. Right. Go ahead. Continue. I was I'm just gonna, making sure. I'm gonna kind of do what the movies do. <laughs> we're gonna fuck Selena Kyle, <laughs> and we're gonna marry Katie Holmes, and we're gonna kill Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Seems fair. That might be too. Love, is this is this too easy? That feels I like I love the her point. though. It's not. It wasn't easy for me. I really like Maggie. No, it's just funny. not her character in this particular trilogy. Mine's only slightly different. I am gonna kill Maggie Gyllenhaal, but I'm gonna marry Anne Hathaway. I'm gonna fuck Katie Holmes. Agreed. Because she is quiet little thing. Like that'd be fine. <laughs> Quiet Excuse? little thing. Yeah, she for starters, you know, and then you take Katie Holmes to the bed. I mean, she's got to be crazy, right? You take Katie Holmes to the bed, Jennifer, because she is. I don't know what kind of Sciento- Scientology shit she's going to bring out. Are you interested in girls that are potentially crazy, though? Do you not learn anything from any of these movies that we watch? Perhaps a freak in the sheets? Is that what you want? Antonio, what, what you got? Uh, fuck Anne Hathaway. Uh, kill Katie Holmes. Marry Maggie Gyllenhaal. Wow. I'm, I'm down with that, too. I like that. I like it. That, that makes sense. Brandon? Glad someone didn't kill Maggie Gyllenhaal. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I'm gonna go fuck Anne Hathaway, marry Katie Holmes, kill Maggie Gyllenhaal. This is why I had to go first, guys. <laughs> Did Nick go? No, I mean I think I'm killing Maggie Gyllenhaal and marrying Katie Holmes and fucking Anne Hathaway. I think that's just easy. It's too easy of a question. Katie Holmes seems like marriage material, not she doesn't actually seem like a freak in the sheets, Jennifer. Okay. All right. The important one. Yes. It's super easy, though. But I mean, Michael Keaton, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck. Got to marry one, oh, fuck one, wow. kill one. Went with ben Affleck is the third one. Wow. Yes. Not Val Kilmer? Nope. No Val Kilmer, no George Clooney. God damn it. I'm going to fuck George Clooney. I'm going to marry George Clooney. And I'm going to kill everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it's, wait, it's Christian Bale, 
So it's Christian Bale, Michael Keaton, and Ben Affleck. You got to marry one, you got to fuck one, you got to kill one. Nicholas, do you have your answer? I don't. Why are you guys struggling with this? Yeah, this is super That's, easy. Go ahead, Antonio. Yeah, go, go, ahead, yeah, go ahead, Antonio. Yeah. Yeah, kill Ben Affleck with a goddamn smile on my face. Sure. That's obvious. Yeah. Oh. Uh, fuck <laughs> the girls Bale are like, nah. <laughs> fuck Christian Bale and uh, marry Mike Keaton. Interesting. Okay. Jennifer? Well, for starters, I'm going to kill Christian Bale because that mouth isn't going to do anything for me. <laughs> I need thicker lips. And then I'm, oh God, I could never kill Michael Keaton. I'm going to marry the shit out of him. And then I'm like, I'm going to fuck Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, yeah, because we already saw him hang dong. And I was going to say that. <laughs> this, is, this is just like when I stole the Brie Larson thing from Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna fuck Ben Affleck because we all know what it looks like. There's already yeah. proof, so like no regrets there. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna marry Michael Keaton. And we're going to fucking kill Christian Bale. Thank you so much, Christian Bale, for giving us one of the best trilogies, one of the best Batman movies ever. But you are you are dismissed. If you would have hung dong, though, in that movie, it would have been different. Can you imagine? Brandon, what you got? I guess I'm going to fuck Ben Affleck. Um, yeah, you are. I'm going to kill Michael Keaton because he's a little guy. And I guess I'm going to marry Christian Bale. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Brian? Oh, I'm, I, oh, God. You're still thinking? Okay. Well, fuck. all I mean, you I guys, can... ha- no, go, Nick, go, because you guys are all making, com- like, really compelling Compelling cases. arguments, I know. <laughs> yeah, I I'm like, I, might, like, I don't what? know. I don't know. Who what, about, what about that dong, though? <laughs> God damn it. That is a compelling do point. I marry, do I marry Ben and keep the dong? Like, I have seen Ben's dong. <laughs> How am I supposed to listen? If you fuck Ben Affleck, then you get like one dong shower. But if you marry him, then you get many dong showers. It's true. So, is that guaranteed? What do you mean? Well, it is marriage. So what dong showers? Yeah. Are you talking about the fucking dong shower or the marriage dong shower? Because I think marriage includes some amount of dong shower. I think that's implied. I think that's in the vows, right? Do you take this dong showering motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stand by my original one just because Ben Affleck, I feel, is a, probably a douchebag, and I don't want to marry a douchebag. He is not a douchebag. Christian Bale's a douchebag. Christian Bale well, isn't he, well, I already, well, I already killed him, so. They're both douchebags. Okay, well, I didn't marry either of them, did I? <laughs> Michael Keaton's a saint. I don't even know if Michael Keaton's a saint. Don't worry about it. I heard some yeah. things after Birdman. Hey. Whatever. I don't have. Hey, a, I, don't have a, I don't have a comeback for that. I think I've been swayed. No. I think I'm marrying Michael Keaton. I think mm-hmm. I'm fucking Ben Affleck, and I think I'm killing Christian Bale. I'm right there with you, Nick. They got us. They, they got, got us. us. God damn they it. They did. They did. You guys. You they, convinced us. That dong. That the power of the dong. <laughs> Jesus. Ben Affleck's a good-looking dude, but I'm not. I'm not marrying that. <laughs> no. Again, his mouth doesn't do it for me fully. Oh my god, hey, Jennifer. What, Michael Keaton? Look at my like you put on that Batman mask. You're making me self-conscious about my mouth. No, your mouth is great. It's <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> Real pretty. <laughs>
You sure got a pretty mouth. <laughs> yeah.